Quiet on the set. Action. podcast produced by hot chocolate media where we create a new movie for you based on a random prompt from the internet i am joined by three of the mm, illustrious hollywood elite our writer today is kyle decker who is the hairstylist on jupiter ascending jacob gulliver our director who is the only person surprised by the incredibles 2 twist and q amos who is the live-action raptor trainer on Jurassic World. Because, you know, those are real, right? I love dinosaurs. Yeah. Can't tell you. Quick, what is Chris Pratt's character's name when that first movie was one of the third highest-grossing movie of all time? Name the protagonist's uh, name. Owen Thunder? I just thought it was Raptor Man. but oh, you know, I, That's what he told me on set. So Yeah. yeah. All right, and your prompt is, uh, the theme of the story is an epic conflict. The main character is a fearful soldier and a stupid student. The major event of the story, death. All right, so uh, I know you've heard rumors online and everything that uh, Disney and LFL put the kibosh on the Star Wars stories movies. Not true. Not true at all. We're going to do a new Star Wars story. This is our job. I've been asked to write it. We're doing the Zuckus and Forlaw movie. So Zuckus used to be a soldier, you know, and now he's a bounty hunter. And then uh, his scared student is Forlom, which who's a former protocol droid, as you all know, who now kills people. And fun no fact, Forlom stands for for love of money. So because of that, I think I'm going to write like Forlom's an aspiring rapper as well like aspiring star wars space rapper because that's why you don't pick a name like for love of money without being a rapper that's like a rapper's name you so Orlando and see what happens yeah so he's recording he's putting he's putting his tracks out onto the the holonet and everything he's becoming famous that way meanwhile the galactic civil war is raging on and they're just kind of rosencrantz and gildenstern their way through this whole universe like they're gonna like just miss every main event like they're going to be delivering some Maluron fruit to Yavin 4 at one place and they get there and they see the explosion. They're like, hmm, I wonder if we should deliver. Yeah, let's let's just move on. And they just keep missing. They're just going to be like Forrest Gump. Like, everything happens around them but not. They're going to be cruising along and their ship the Mist Hunter, which is a G1A starfighter, as we all know. Of course. Yeah, it's cool. So we're going to make that's going to be officially canon and everything. It kind of looks like a helicopter without propeller blades, but it'll be cool. But we're going to really lean into the comedy of it. We're going to write in lots of jokes. Um, it's going to be, you, you know how the Solo movie had a lot of wink to the camera? Like, this is how Han Solo got his last name. And oh, look, that's how Han Solo got his blaster pistol. Oh, do you not want to know why? Han calls Chewbacca Chewy, other than it's an obvious shortening of name. No, we're going to explain it in the most minute details. Well, Chewbacca, like, those were the best moments of Solo. I think everyone would agree when they were just openly winking at the camera, explaining the tiniest things and dropping references that the fanboys love. So we're going to make an entire movie of that every moment. And, like, all of Forlom's rap songs are going to be, like, Star Wars themed. And we're going to remix the, the, like, Solo song that 
that was from the Star Wars Let's Dance Party, but into like a hardcore gangster rap as well. Um, I'm writing that right now. I mean, Jason Derulo isn't hardcore. No, no. Um, we're going to have Ice-T rewrite that for us and remix, and it'll be the title song. So that's what I got. So it's, it's literally Zuckins and Forlom, a Star Wars story. Okay. Well, so Jacob, you have been given the, the script for Zuckus and Zorlom. Four loan. Four love of money. Okay. What is the number? Four. L O M. He's a got, droid. Got, got it. God, uh, what kind of Star Wars nerd are you? I, I, uh, I got it on the first Wars try. Story, Come on, man. And um, this is a big thing for you. So, how are you going to make this your vision? Yeah, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to write this movie, uh, well, not necessarily write, but I'm going to shape this movie so that the instant Lucasfilm abandons this this script that you've written, we can turn it into a, an also profitable movie that's just a cool sci-fi. So I think we need to shy away from these tertiary Star Wars characters, because if a, a primary Star Wars character like Han Solo isn't bringing in the box office that Lucasfilm wants, I don't know that they're really going to jump on this, but, you know, who knows? If they do, great. We'll play it that way. I'm just going to try and tell the best best story I can and make it cool. I want to stay fairly low budget in terms of, like, sets. Like, maybe we can have them, like, chasing after something on, like, a ruined planet where there's, like, a bunch of ruins. You know, I, I don't want to go too deep into, like, big cities or, like, humongous space battles. Maybe have, like, one cool space battle that's just a couple of ships in, like, a dogfight, but not go too far into that. Just so we can keep our, our budget a little bit lower, and again, in case Lucasfilm bails on us. I think for our, our like Zuckus type character, somebody who's a little bit more kind of you know serious and like tracking type, I want to see if we can get Vigo Mortensen. I think he would be awesome. He could do some kind of weird nuanced performance, and he's a little alien looking himself. So I mean, maybe he'll have a mask or a prosthetic, but you know that's that could be kind of cool. Uh, I would be into that, and I'd love to see him get all up in the Star Wars universe if that that does come to pass. For Forlom, uh, I want to do Joel Kinnaman. He's very good at being just like a sarcastic wiener, so I think that would be he'd be pretty fun to play off of, um, and is not you know the most well. He doesn't do like charisma super well but he does like sarcastic asshole pretty well so i think that could that could play pretty nice um and then i'm also going to write in maybe there's a star wars character that already exists but i want to write in like an antagonist i think that they should be going after um some sort of bounty together and they're competing for this bounty with another bounty hunter uh, and we're going to get d chen lockman to play play this bounty hunter because she's amazing she will bring some some much needed badass lady to this movie so that's kind of my overall vision really focus on like the big sweeping sets with like you know small interactions in it and not get so much into like the city and like um societal aspects that we get in other stars movies because i think we've seen that a lot so either way it'll it'll make a cool sci-fi movie also uh i'm we need a, a better title so writer we need a better title all right so so production is you know in the the discussion phases for uh, Zuckus and Farlona Star Wars Story, colon, please give another title writer. So, Mr. Producer, how are you going to... You are being given the opportunity, the, the privilege, and the responsibility of making a profitable star, big Star Wars movie. So, how are you going to make this make money? Well, clearly, because this is a Star Wars movie, and our American interest is what's most important here, 
I have a black budget, basically, so I can do whatever I want. It's going to print money. Why don't we just go international with this the whole way? You said that uh, FOMO, the robot. For loam. For, for loam. love of money. For loam. I was testing you. Yeah, see? I'm just... For, for loam, the robot. He, um, instead of one robot, we're going to turn it into seven robots or eight robots. There's going to be a crew of robots well, who are all trying to get... I, I'm uh, feeling you. I think I can work with this. You can work with this? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I, I got something I think you'll dig. If you got something you think you'll dig, then I, I'm yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. sure you'll take this to the moon. We're yeah. going with a K-pop boy group. That's what we're going to do. We're going with shiny BTS, whatever their names are. One of those groups. One of those, all those kids that are smart. Can it still be hip-hop lyrics written by like, hmm. like, can it just be K-popers singing hip-hop written by like, like some of the best American hip-hop artists ever? It's better actually if they don't speak. So they're not, they're going to be non-speaking robots. You ever seen that movie, uh, what was it, Transformers? I'm pretty sure it was a big deal. The yellow one in there, he only spoke in uh, stuff you had to pay for, basically. Little sound bites and blips. We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to use all the biggest names. We're going to use Beyonce. We're going to use whoever is up there with Beyonce and uh, a third person. I, I have black friends. It's fine. My point is... <clears throat> We are going to print money with this. So everything that comes out of FOMO's mouth is going to be from the lips of someone who won a Grammy or someone who won. You know what? Let's get uh, let's get Tom Hiddleston in. I'm pretty sure he I've heard him rap once or twice. Tom Hiddleston? Yeah, he's put out raps. Yeah, I've seen him on. Uh, I think he was on Ellen once or twice. He can flow. Put him in there. Let him get a line or two. People will go nuts over it. And. Let's film the whole thing on the moon. That's what I'm really feeling right now. If we're going to be, you know, have a, a space movie, then let's have a space movie. I need you to call Elon. I need you to call up Bezos, whoever has a direct line to space, even the, the Virgin Mobile guy, everybody. They're in on this movie. They have a say. What's the budget for filming on the moon? I don't know. Ask Katy Perry. Ask any of them. They'll figure it out. But whatever it is... It's Star Wars. We're going to be fine. We're going to make the money back on memorabilia. It's cool. All right. So the producer signs a blank check for Zucas and Forlom, a Star Wars story. Up the amount of characters to seven, uh, really focusing on droids. Kyle, how are you going to take this new feedback? All right. So one last thing. A hard R as well. A hard R Star Wars movie. Yes. We're not going to go for that. PG-13, make the most money rating. Our audience has grown up. They, okay. they, we can do it. So, so I, I, got the, I got an idea. This is how we're going to handle Forlom and multiple robots. He clones his consciousness because he's a robot computer software and puts it in multiple droid bodies to make an ultimate droid rap supergroup. And we're going to get all the surviving members because we want Hard R, right, of the Wu-Tang Clan oh to voice God. the robots. I'm, I'm friends with some of them. I help break into Martin Shkreli's apartment while he's in jail to steal that special album of theirs. And since then, they're really tight with me. So I, I can call them in. I can get them, like, and they'll, they'll be down to do, like, some Jedi rap and everything. Like, 
they're down. Like we'll get Riza and Ghostface Killer and Method Man and Red Man. We'll get them all in, and the and then it's things they don't have to put on goofy suits or anything. We'll just have them do the voices, and we'll just have some mocap. We'll get Andy Circus to play all the droids, maybe. Like I'm, I'm not the director. You can choose, but like they just said, they do it if they can just sit in a studio and record and do like voiceover work because they're like, man, those voice actors they don't have to put on pants. Yeah, we'll have so. them do the actual acting, but when it comes to the dancing, that's why they're there. Yeah, exactly. And and so and then they'll record a whole they'll do the whole soundtrack. All right. Like they'll they'll do the scoring and everything. Uh we'll bring in uh Ali Shaheed Muhammad of a tribe called Quest who uh did the score for both seasons of Luke Cage like as a composer too. Like I know like I said, I know I'm really white, but like I know rappers, man. That Martin Shkreli heist really upped my cred. That's how you say it, right? Cred? Yeah. Okay. Really, like, I, I think it's what they call They say I'm lit. I think that's a term the kids still use these days. But anyway, yeah, so we'll split their consciousness. And, for, and then Zuckus is just going to be his manager. That's all he's going to do. And they're just basically going to try. Their goal is to be the headliners of Jabba's Battle of the Bands on Tatooine. And that's all I really got. Like, it becomes a mu- music movie. It's kind of be like that uh, movie straight out of Compton, where it was like the journey of music and how hard it is to be like a b- young black man in the early 90s and being a hip hop star. Well, this is our Star Wars take on it. It's really hard to be a droid because droids are second class city- citizens in Star Wars. Yeah. They're, they're, it's metaphors for slavery. So, like, these droids are breaking out, be hip hop stars, and they got this gand. That, that's the alien race Zuckus is, by the way. They wear a gas mask and everything because they're planet. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm hurting my street cred here by talking about Star Wars in depth too much. But yeah, it's going to it's gonna be a, a making of like a the, like a band's Rise of Journey. It's a music movie, but hard R. They're going to do like space drugs and smoke death sticks and everything. Like have a moment where the band almost breaks up because one of them gets addicted to death sticks. It'll be great. We're going to call it Straight Out of Narshada. A Star Wars story? A Star Wars story. <laughs> a s- Jacob, <laughs> the film has changed quite a bit. Your original pitch for a smaller budget film seems to have been kind of... They're shifting away from it. And you also... Your producer has given you a note to film it on the moon. So with these notes, what are you going to do? Yeah, so first thing I'm going to do is uh, cash that check that was sent over and set up uh, an account in the Caymans. Just make sure that I'm, I'm all taken care of, regardless of what happens. Uh, and then second, yeah, I'm all on board, guys. This is a real cool piece. Let's make it happen. Uh, we got a set on the moon. Wink! And uh, it's going to be real good. It's going to be so good, guys. What about this? Space opera or space hip hopera, right? So... I love that we invented a genre. Like space hip hopper. Space hip hopper is gonna be all the rage. Can't wait till KRS One hears about this and starts to write his own. He's gonna make a pitch to D- Warner Brothers, I think. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda is gonna get yeah. on this. It's gonna. Yeah, I heard. I heard Lin Manuel because uh, Warner Brothers has the rights to Flash Gordon. They're gonna do a Flash Gordon space hip hop opera. Anyway, sorry. I think we keep this in the vein of you know bounty hunting since that's what these these characters are, and we still have you know some sort of 
quest for them to go on. But I like the idea that it's sort of like, you know, these folks who have struggled in society, maybe some of the robots have, you know, droids, I should say, since it's Star Wars, have, you know, broken parts or, you know, they're a different class of droid and therefore they're looked down upon. We they can make, literally came can make, from a broken home. <laughs> right. Yeah. We can we can put some uh, social commentary into this piece, keep it subtle enough that we don't piss off the Republicans and it will work, work pretty well. I think we we need like an awkward person to play Zuckus to like bounce off the cool robots. So I'm I'm hoping we can get uh, Richard Iowati in there. Just have kind of more of like a, a silly lean into that comedy aspect. Somebody who's a little bit more prim and proper. Nice. But you know, still can can bounce off the robots in a fun way. Droids. Droids. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. I was just you know counting my dollars. Um. Yeah. So the the moon set's looking great. There's. There's not a whole lot here. It's it's kind of cold and it's rocky and dusty and you kind of have to adjust your balance because you feel weird when you move around. But yeah, it's it's neat. I'm excited to be working on Star Wars and yeah, definitely not regretting taking this job. I think your your title's okay. I, I'm let's let's test it. We'll see how it does. That's all I got. All right, so. This is the last chance before the movie goes out the door. So, Mr. Producer, uh, any last-minute changes you want to do before we see what happens? Okay, now that I'm out here on the moon and I can see what's really going on, you know what? There's not enough. There's not enough background people. Can we? Can we cart like the entire dance crew of? You, what was that thing that took place? The Olympics, right? Can we? Can we get like all the people that were there for the final performance? Can we bring them on? And Only maybe, if we can dress them like Star Wars aliens. I was hoping Jawas, but we can do that as well. I mean, Jawas are a Star Wars alien. Not I was just thinking of Menagerie, because that's what I wrote in my dream journal. Uh, Twi'lex? Yeah, we can put some Twi'lex. We can put some Rei's. We can put some... Uh, Duro. Duro's. Mandalorians. Yeah, well, uh, Mandalorians just look like regular humans, but... I don't... I mean... I, I, I tried to... Depends what era you're in. Yeah. Adjust nerd glasses. Well, I mean... <laughs> canon they just look like humans <laughs> adjust nerd glasses hey hey i i played knights of the old republic too yeah. so. we're measuring we're measuring yeah. nerd dicks we're don't you mean measuring lightsabers i'm out i, I yeah <laughs> yeah we could have some biff we could have some on calamari back there we could get some corin yeah devaronians some goat all the goat people rancor is that's that's not really just a big beast but that would be kicking to have one like in the background just like doing some old school hip-hop dance that would be awesome some whippets yeah it's also a star wars race actually um actually you know i've seen that new video by uh by lando you know this is america it's pretty good (laughs) childish landino yeah childish landino can we um i don't want him in the movie because that would confuse the audience a little bit but his dance moves can we put his dance moves Onto the rancors and the other things. That sounds there. amazing. Okay. As long as the director's down for it, that's you all want him to do some motion captures. What you're saying? Yeah, I mean, all right. Any circus it is, it. right? What else is he doing besides this and nothing else? So yeah, all right. Nothing else in Star Wars, I'll tell you that. Oh, and um, make a scale Death Star. That's it. Okay. All right. So I'm going to put the results in the movie machine, which sounds like space lasers, and. So, a couple interesting stories. First, Disney does a full inquiry to see how you were put in charge of their multi-billion dollar Star Wars franchise. Thank you, thank you. They're not fully sure. They think some back-hand dealings were done, but... Allegedly. 
film gets released. So there is a little bit of a backlash from what they call false advertising because you were, you know, just out there telling everyone that it was really filmed on the moon. And it would appear that someone in the production may have tricked you. It might not have actually been shot on the real moon. We don't know who is responsible, but there may have been a wink about that. So there's a little backlash to that, but a lot of people see it because of that. But this film finally... Would you say, that's no moon? Ha <laughs> However, this film actually does the best in China because it is so separated from the Star Wars lore and the Star Wars like tone and just so crazy that they just basically brand it as just like something completely different. And people are like... Okay. And so you're making most of your money in China. Strong economy, yeah. They got like a billion more people in the U.S. It's a bigger market. People who are saying that Star Wars can't do anything new anymore are definitely proven wrong by this film. You're able to make your money back. People are confused. How does George feel about this? That's all I really care about. So um, He's wiping his tears up in his piles of cash. Yeah. So George, so I actually have George on the line. Let's pull him up. Holy crap, sir. It's an honor to work in your universe. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, this was a real interesting film. You know, it's some good toe tapping. It wasn't exactly what I would have done. What would you have done, George? Uh, so I, I think that first off, there should have been a destiny. Um, the droids, you know. Th- Destiny's th- child was in the background. No, no, no. I, I mean, like a, a, a droid prophecy, you know. Prophecy. But I feel like the hip hop shouldn't be called hip hop. It should be called rap pop. You know, a little more spacey. And you know. I like how you renamed jazz jizz. I like how they swing side to side. But can they swing in like a little box? You know. Little, little box. I'm, I'm gonna just do a little dance right here. George. Yeah. You married a black lady. That's enough. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I, I'm sure the fans will like it. You know, I, no one listens to me anymore. He said the fans will like it. That's all I need to hear. Fans are fantastic. As. <laughs> oh, oh, that was some, some good good humor. Okay. Well, I'm gonna leave now. It was honor meet you. Glad you loved the movie. Thanks for joining us, big guy. So. Yeah, uh, you temporarily got blacklisted and then unblacklisted Habits. by Disney. So they're not sure what they're going to do anymore at this point. This completely changes the trajectory of the franchise. This might end up being the new trilogy. However, you all each have two minutes if you want to make any changes, starting with our writer. Yeah, I couldn't be happier. I was so glad that Kathleen Kennedy and the whole studio was down for my really departure of Star Wars and embracing what people love, which is music, and shows music in universal language, even in a galaxy far, far away. And uh, in fact, they've uh, contracted me to write. It is a trilogy, and I've been asked to write the other two, which I've already titled. The the second one is going to be called Eight Parsecs, and the other one's going to be Get Credits or Die Trying. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to... We're this gonna, is a reference to 8 Mile and Get Rich or Die Trying for our very white fans. Oh! Okay. Yeah, um, we're going to turn the feud between... the the and the, and the and the third one, the feud between Dengar and Boba Fett is going to be an analogy for the feud between Biggie and Tupac. Or no, they didn't have a feud between... who. No, anyway. which droids are those? Biggie and... No, they're going to do so Dengar and Boba Fett, two of the other bounty hunters. Okay. Like, bounty hunters are rappers, basically. That's the thing we're going to go for. And then uh, IG-88 literally is a rapping machine. 
like cuz he's a robot and and then boss so is machine gun kelly or hobson no oh and boss boss is going to be a simile for suge knight cuz he's big and mean and a bully it'll be great like we'll basically redo the entire history of the east coast west coast like rap rivalry in the 90s retold in the star wars universe it's going to be awesome that's all i got all right uh jacob so I learned today that you can get a double wide jet ski with a hibachi table on it. It's pretty cool. Been uh, really getting into this whole thing, and you know my my life aren't residual the, checks the best? Yeah, my life down in the Caymans just incredible. You know, I'm, I'm looking at buying a second house. The the first one's pretty good, but you know, sometimes I like you know if it's ten degrees cooler. So I'm I'm looking at the other side of one of the other islands where it doesn't uh, doesn't get quite as hot. You know, for when you want to cool down a little bit, and um, yeah, you know things are going pretty good. Oh, you wanted to know about the movie? Uh, no, I don't care. All right, uh, Mr. Producer. Uh, so uh, you definitely took a risk on this film, and do you want to take another one or just leave it as it is? Well, I feel like I'm on a hot streak and I can't lose now. So of course I got to go back and change something, right? You know what? It's perfect. No, I'm just kidding. Then why would I be here if it was absolutely perfect? Um, let's go back and really actually film on the moon this time now what i want to do is a secret sub movie where we're pretending to break into nasa and i want that starring ben affleck and someone who looks nice next to ben affleck but in the meantime we're using that as a cover because we're actually breaking into nasa to steal a space rocket to film on the moon for real and Can we make that its own movie? Yeah, that'll actually and be... Just a whole separate movie and not mess with straight out of Nar because it's wonderful? Please? Exactly. The only thing I want to change is that we actually film in space. I don't care who we lose on the way. We need to film in space. For real, it is a part of the vision. It needs to happen. I think we can get a deal. I know the guy who does the, the ships that do like the, the low G, like they did in that OK Go video. I know those guys. Uh, what if we film a hip-hop Star Wars music video in one of those things for you? We'll let you star in it. You'll let me star? Yeah, it'll be its own separate music video to promo the movie. Sounds sounds excellent. Will it get worldwide distribution? Yeah, we'll put it on YouTube, Vimeo, whatever the Chinese version of YouTube is. I think they still use Friendster. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm going to pull out all my, my sweet hip-hop community connections to hook you up. Just don't mess with my movie, man. It's, it's my baby. <laughs> okay, so I'm right. putting it back in. Uh, the only Space rap. So the only difference is that there's a Space Rap YouTube video. This has absolutely no effect on box office. First, because everyone is so convinced that it's a parody video. So that doesn't really have much of an impact. So yeah, the film. Excellent. Still uh, does better than box office and solo. Suck it. So uh, there you have it. There is straight out of Narshada. How does the Ben Affleck heist vehicle stealing Luna go? The movie machine requires a bit more information, but he can probably guess about as well as any other Ben Affleck movie. 200 million, yeah. 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. But we still get paid, right? 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, I'm sorry. Cool. That's 200 all, million? That's yeah. all it can provide you. And we're going to end, as always, with a quote from our patron saint, Jaden Smith. When I die, period, then you will realize. <laughs> <laughs>